Hello, you guys, and welcome back to The Lively Pod, a podcast all about helping you live your liveliest life. I'm your host, Lauren Lane, a holistic health coach and wellness influencer based in Charlottesville, Virginia. Today, we're diving deep into a topic that I honestly feel like we all encounter at some point in our lives, but it's getting out of a rut. So with the year winding down, there is no better time to set meaningful goals and make the most of the time we have left. So let's dive right in. To start this off, I think this whole conversation revolves around habits and your mindset. When you think about when you're in a rut, what are your habits when you're in that rut? Are you lying in bed, sleeping in too long? Are you down a Netflix spiral, binge watching episodes or movies? Are you just going through the motions? Are you not really there in your mindset? Like you're not really striving for anything new. You're just kind of feeling stuck and yeah, you're in a rut. And so the key to breaking out of this rut is to start with the right mindset. And I want you to start with it right now. We are going to do an exercise here in this episode to get you started in the right mindset and dive deep into this topic. Because if you are listening to this episode, you are obviously looking for a change. You're obviously looking to get out of the current situation you're in right now. And there is no better time to start than right now. Maybe you're on a walk, maybe you're driving, maybe you are just sitting at home doing laundry, dishes, cleaning, and you've listened to this podcast, but you have carved out this time for you in a personal development way. You wouldn't have clicked on this episode if you hadn't. And so I want you to immediately do this, whether it's on a voice memo on your phone because you're driving or if you can pick up a piece of paper, open a notes tab, um, even like a Google Doc, seriously anything just where you can begin to write out your thoughts. I want you to write out exactly how you're feeling right now, exactly what you're going through, even if it's absolutely nothing. Like You don't have to be going through something heartbreaking or traumatic or something really big. You don't have to be going through something big and devastating to feel like you're in a rut, to feel stuck. It's okay if you're just not okay right now. If you are just not feeling yourself, you're not feeling like you have the energy, that is meaningful and that has value and you need to validate those feelings for yourself. So write out what you're going through. Maybe you are going through something completely life-altering and massive and you're dealing with a lot of emotions right now. Write that down. I want like a full brain dump on the page. And once you kind of get out what you're going through, I even sometimes bullet list everything that I'm going through at one time. I'm like, okay, I have to do the dishes, I have to make my bed, I have to do the laundry, I have to fold the laundry, I have to clean, I have to cook, I have to grocery shop, I have to work, I have to do this job and this job and this job, and I just try to write it all out. Oh, and then exercise, eat well. You know, like literally writing out all that you have on your plate right now can be so eye-opening as to why you're feeling burnt out, why you're feeling stressed out why you just no longer have any energy. And so giving yourself that validation of being like, okay, look on this page, this is the reason why I'm feeling so stuck right now. 
once that's there, once you can see it in front of you without your mind running in a million different directions and spiraling, because that's what mine does. Once I start thinking about this stuff, I spiral and I'm like, I'm making no money. I can't do anything. I don't, I'm not valuable. Like there's all these thoughts that begin to spiral from just feeling stuck. And so once you get them on a piece of paper where they're not spiraling anymore, they're concrete, they're there, you can see them. Then I want you to focus in on what you can do to feel better or what state you would be in if you felt better. Like, what would you be doing differently if you had the energy back? What would you be doing differently if you were on track towards your goals again? What goals would you be working towards? Kind of that mindset shift of, hey, this is what I actually really want to be doing instead of what I'm currently doing. And so then you have your A, you have your where you're starting, and you have your C, where you want to go. We have to figure out the middle piece. We have to figure out how you're going to do that. And so when you start to think about that middle piece, how do you get from A to C, that's where B comes in. And B is one of the most powerful tools to change your mindset, which is habit tracking. So habit tracking is so vitally important because it shows you exactly what you're doing versus what you need to be doing. It's like making a to-do list for your life. And so if you are feeling like you're in a rut, if you're feeling like you need to be doing something differently, there's a really popular kind of rule in psychology, I guess, that I learned about in school that was called the 2190 rule. So not the 80-20, which is great. I love that rule. It's like all about balance. You're on track 80% of the time. You're living your best life the other 20%. But instead, the 2190 rule is that it takes 21 days to build a habit and 90 days to make it a permanent part of your lifestyle, showing you that the key is persistence and consistency. And so what a habit tracking does is it allows you to alter the habits that you want. So finding the habits that you would be doing if you had your C life, your best life, compared to the habits that you're doing currently while you're in your rut, your A habits. And if you can slowly shift your A habits to C worthy habits, that will slowly alter your habits. That'll slowly alter your day-to-day life, which will alter overall what you achieve in a week, a month, a year, and so forth. I want you to timestamp right now. You know where you are, you know where you're going, and you know how to get there. You've created this kind of map, this roadmap for yourself of what habits you are going to be changing. You've done the deep work by journaling, figuring out, and it doesn't have to be, I say deep work, but I don't want you to think that this has to be profound. It can literally be like, I have been binge watching Netflix and now I need to be working on a manuscript. (laughs) I don't know. So like, it doesn't have to be a huge deal or like I've been watching Netflix in a spiral and I need to actually be doing the dishes during that time. But you know where you need to be because you've had this brain dump, you've decluttered your cognitive load and enhanced just your mental clarity in a sense by journaling. You now have this tracker to track your habits. And now I want to set a timeline for yourself because we need to set a course with a clear destination in mind. Because one of the biggest 
hindrances for motivation is that it's going to last forever. So if you want to develop a morning routine, if you want to develop a exercise habit, it is so daunting to say, I'm going to work out five times a week, done. Like, forever. That is going to be my habit. That is terrifyingly large and you are going to fall off at some point. And so rather than setting it for life, set a temporal, you're basically temporally discounting your future wins. And so if I set that habit up for myself of exercising five times a week and I have no end in sight, no reward ability in sight, even just saying that I completed my challenge, then I am less likely to do it because there's no end in sight and I get overwhelmed and the anxiety builds and you just end up paralyzed in this procrastination of being like, well, maybe I'll start next week. That's a lot to take on right now. So to counter this, you need to set specific time-limited goals. An article recently published in the Journal of Behavioral Processes suggested that individuals are much more motivated by short-term goals with defined deadlines. Setting milestones for yourself to achieve the small victories in life. So that's what we want to do with your habit tracker too. So when you're tracking your habits, you are ultimately looking at where you need to go and you've set a time deadline. It can be a month, it can be two months, it can be three months, but I wouldn't make it much longer than that. And so really honing in on the idea that it'll take you 21 days to solidify that habit and then everything beyond that can be a new goal. You can set new habits that you want to achieve while continuing to work on that to become a lifestyle habit. But don't make it a lifestyle habit before you even have started working towards that goal yet. Because if you haven't started, it's gonna be really hard to motivate yourself to hit that goal. So you're going to create your time-limited goal. I have a bunch of habit trackers for free on my website. If you don't already know or haven't already downloaded them, definitely go to lettucebelively.com and download a bunch of my free habit trackers. There's habit trackers, meal plans. There's a bunch of other stuff on there too. I forget. Oh, grocery lists, all the different things, but they're just honestly tools that you can use to put this into practice, to track your habits, to make a plan. Making a plan is vital to success because that's what you just did in your journaling. You had where you're starting and where you're going to go. And now you're working on that middle piece, the like defining your habits and working on them day out, day in and day out to finally achieve them. I think another pivotal role in getting out of a rut is your physical environment, your physical space. So we've kind of worked on our mental space with the journaling, with building new habits, with kind of snapping out of that mental rut. But it's so important to also remove yourself from the chaotic and cluttered space that you were feeling stuck in. And so whether that's your couch or your desk is super cluttered, your room is super cluttered, take a moment to declutter your physical space and set yourself up for success. So I don't want 
any of those new habits that you're trying to create to happen in a space that you typically feel like you're in a rut. So if you're trying to pick up meditation or reading or something like that, do not try to do those habits while sitting on the couch that you typically binge watch Netflix on. Because that will not put you in the right headspace. It'll be too easy to turn on the TV and change and revert back to your old habits. So it's it's way more than just tidying up, decluttering your the space around you. It's organizing so that you can have this peace and productivity in your new space. You can find a new coffee shop to go work at if you have work goals. You can find new restaurants to eat at if you have health goals like find restaurants that specialize in healthy whole food nutrition and find the best things that you love the most on that menu rather than defaulting back to your old um, comfort food spots where you know you're gonna want that mac and cheese and kind of heavier dense calorically dense foods rather than nutritious foods that will fuel you for your goals and so revibing your physical space, your environment will help you so much. Creating those new spots for the habits that you just set to get your mental clarity back in order. So with all of that said, I really just wanted this episode to be a super quick reminder that you can pull yourself out of a rut at any point in time. Our habits and mindset are the foundation for this transformation. So looking at your habit formation, looking at journaling to brain dump what's on your mind, temporal discounting your future endeavors by creating time-limited goals and then cleaning up your space. It'll provide you not only with like the blueprint for success for yourself, but it'll provide you with that motivation, that spark to get back at it. And it doesn't have to last forever. That candle doesn't have to burn at both ends. You don't have to be doing it all forever. You've set that time limit. It can be 30 days. And once you've done those 30 days, you're going to be amazed by how many of those habits stick and that you keep in. And you can alter them after the 30 days. After the 30 days of there's something that's not working, change it a little bit, modify it, but give yourself that 21 day trial period and then work to shift them to fit your life better. So I really urge you to apply these principles to your life with intention and passion. If you are just not feeling like yourself again, use these tools to get back on track, pull yourself out of that rut. These are like science-based strategies that have been proven over and over in psychology and they truly do work. So allow yourself to step into it. I know you can do it. If you're listening to this episode, it may be a hard time in your life, but with a little bit of that motivation, a little bit of that clearing for your mind, your mindset will shift and you'll be back on your feet in no time. I truly and wholeheartedly believe in you and I know you've got this. Reach out to me on Instagram or anything. If you need help, I would be happy to help you completely free. I just want you to make sure that you're truly getting back on your feet because I know it's so hard to do alone. No one should have to do it alone. So I am here for you. 
with that, guys, I will see you back on next Wednesday for another episode of Wellness Wednesdays here at the Lively Pod. Bye, guys. Bye.